What up, young world? What up, young world? Oh, man. Uh, thank you for joining the Save On Legendary podcast. This is episode number 30. Oh, man. 30 episodes? What? Let me find out. Say. All right. So, um, today, I got something I want to talk to you guys about. You know, I, I want to talk about something that has been controversial for a long time. Oh, man. So, let me get this right before I start. Oh, before I go, I want to give a shout out to um, Hot 365 Radio, which we are on. Um, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, and a few others. If I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, we're doing big things. And um, thank you to all our sponsors and all the people that um, tune in, you guys, you know, because without you, you know, I ain't got nobody to talk to, man. Um, very important. Real quick, subscribe, share, comment, like. Now, listen, we got to get you guys to comment because you guys DM me, you message me, you text me, all of these things, all of these. Put it in the comments below the, um, the video. Let me know what you think. Go back to the other podcast and comment, comment, comment. We got to know what you think. Let's have a conversation. No, I don't care if it's right or wrong. Just, you know, obviously don't don't, uh, you know, jump out the window, but uh, definitely comment. We want to hear your voices. We want to hear your opinions and your perspectives. OK, now, with that being fucking said. <laughs> you know what? You know what I want to do first? I want to talk about this. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it, but Mike Tyson was a, I think he was a judge at a comedy show. And this guy, man, this probably guy, you could tell he's from New York. And shout out to all my New York folks. And he, you know, did his thing. But at the end of his set, he challenged Mike Tyson to a fade. If y'all don't know what a fade is, that means a one-on-one -on -one fight. Uh, and so the host comes up, was like, B, like, and I'm sure he was embarrassed because he got, he got Mike Tyson to come and actually be a part of this thing, which is huge. And uh, the guy's challenging Mike Tyson to a fight. At the end of his comedy set. And then, so the host comes out and get him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You get out of here, man. You you bugging, bugging. Get out of here. You know? And so he says, get the fuck out. So he pushes the guy. And the guy pull up, he pulls up his shirt and pulls out a gun. <laughs> it's not funny. He pulls out a gun. It, it, it's like, man, listen, get away from me. And Mike didn't, Mike didn't flinch. Mike was like, I'm from Catskill, B. I'm from New York. This People get killed all the time. Like... Mike didn't flinch. So Mike understood the situation. Ended up giving the guy a hug. I was like, yo, B, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And then, but the guy looked at the host like, you a sucker. Like, you a bitch-ass nigga, this, that, this, that. He said, I'll blow your brains out in front of everybody here. Like, I was like, wow. But the guy ended up leaving. But can you imagine being in that room? The cameraman ducked. All I saw was darkness. He saw that man put out that gun. All I saw was, it was hit the deck. Protect your neck. Man, uh, and the reason I bring up this thing with Mike Tyson, first of all, it's weird. And me um, being a consult, 
uh, I consult artists live, right? Sometimes you gotta be careful of what you say because you never know, you know, what's on their mind or what their situation is or where they at mentally. You don't know, so you gotta be, you know, cautious about that. Now we're gonna get back to Mike Tyson in a minute. I brought that up for a reason. What I want to get into now is very, very controversial. Watch this until the end. Let me tell you. Okay, so. I don't know if you guys heard about this person or not, but it's a person by the name of Leah Thomas. For everybody living under a fucking rock, Leah Thomas is a transgendered uh, from man to woman person, transgendered woman, okay? And recently competed in the Division I NCAA swim meet. Not only one, but won three different races and broke records in all of them. And the big stir is, is that fair to the women that this trans woman was competing against? Now, mind you, it doesn't really matter, but this trans woman, Leah Thompson, is like 6'4", like built like an Olympic male swimmer, for real. Broke all the records. Now, mind you, when Leah Thomas was swimming in a, as a man, was number four ranked, number 462. Went over to compete in a women's swimming, ranked number one. Mm, mm, mm. Now watch this. It's this big uproar, right? And maybe rightfully so, who knows? But every a lot of people have opinions about whether this person is, is is this a cheat did this motherfucker cheat yes or no comment below let me know what you think now watch this this is a little bit more uh about leah thomas check it out leah thomas will capture the win in the 200 yard freestyle controversy along with victory as transgender athlete leah thomas took home wins in the 100 200 and 500 yard freestyle at the ivy league women's championship over the weekend shattering records along the way a new pool record a new meet record thomas who was assigned male at birth competed on upenn's men's team for three seasons before undergoing two years of hormone therapy Schuler Baylor, the first openly transgender athlete on an NCAA Division I men's team, calls Thomas's success a step forward for trans representation. Watching a trans person thrive in sport is amazing because we are so discriminated against. And so for her to be able to get up there and win and break some records, awesome, right? Um, but it's also just awesome that she's able to be herself and compete. Swimmer Isaac Hainick, a trans man who has delayed hormone treatment, competes on the Yale women's team. He's defending Thomas, who he'd beaten in the water back in January. I think that a lot of the very strong takes come from people, you know, misunderstanding what it means for Leah to be complying with the rules, to, you know, have undertaken all of these steps to ensure that things are fair. Isaac began socially transitioning last year, undergoing top surgery but he decided to continue to compete for the women's team. The big thing that I chose not to do was, was start hormones. I felt really attached to the women's team here at Yale, and I wanted to, you know, complete what I signed up for. But for other athletes, especially trans women, the choice between self and sport is tricky, often requiring hormones to qualify to compete on women's teams. 
All this fueling a national debate on how to be inclusive to trans athletes. Critics argue athletes like Thomas have an unfair advantage. From the beginning, I've said that biological boys should not play in women's sports. Thomas declined to speak with ABC News, but recently shared her experience on the Swim Swam podcast. I've experienced a lot of muscle loss and strength loss. I have to like readjust my goals and what I think of as a good time or a good pace to hold in practice. Leah Thomas has been through puberty. So that's 10 years of having testosterone, making broader shoulders and bigger lungs and strength. Nancy Hogshead Maycar is a women's rights attorney and former three-time Olympic gold medal swimmer. She coordinated a petition among Thomas's UPenn teammates, speaking out against her participation in the league championship. Men and women are built very differently. So we created women's sports specifically so that biological women could have a place to win, to get accolades, to make a living, all of the things that come with elite sports. Okay, so what do you guys think? Now, not just Leah Thomas, right? But this whole LG, I always get this wrong, LGBTQ community, very supportive, okay? Very supportive community. Um, they definitely deserve a voice. It's definitely room for them in society, just like there's room for tall people or short people or black people or Hispanics or men or women or pastors or whatever. It's room. And they, they've definitely um, made a place uh, for themselves and everybody who supports them. I support the LGBTQ community. Um, but I'm not talking about support. I'm talking about fairness. Is that fair? Now, mind you, 462 ranked 462 in men's with the similar build. Number one in women's. Um, recently DJ Vlad, who, you know, I don't know if I care for, don't know if I don't care for, you know, it's cool. He doing this thing regardless of what I think. Interviewed your boy. Cause y'all, 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 this is y'all boy. <laughs> He's staying the news. Interviewed your boy, Lil Boosie. Shout out to Lil Boosie. Shout out to my cousin, uh, Big Sam out there in Texas. He run with Boosie. Uh, Boosie has something to say uh, on, on the Vlad, on Vlad. Check it out. 168 in the mid. 462. 462. To and what? he's number one in the women. Cheater. That's the only, that's the only thing. That's the only thing you can, that's the only thing you can think of. Cheater. You know what women go through, man? Sit your ass down, man. Get the fuck out the pool, man. Get your ass out the pool, man. Real shit. You cheating, yeah, bro. I mean, Get your ass out the pool. It's not acceptable in my mind. I don't know who gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna tell them, get your ass out the pool, man. This girl been training her whole life. You got girls been training since they were four years old. Their shoulders not made like yours. Right. Like, bro, I mean, think about not, bro, come on, bro. So, what did you think about what Boosie said? Boosie, 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 crazy. He will let you know how he, how the fuck he feel. Um, 
I'm not going to give my, I was, I was asked, my production assistant asked me to give my opinion on this. I, I don't know if I'm going to give my opinion on this. I might at the end. If you want to know my opinion, I might, you got to wait to the end. You got to watch this. Okay. So, uh, there was a gentleman. I don't know if y'all, uh, watch this. Um, it, you know, I was conflict. I'm like, you know, where, what does all of this really mean? And from a factual, because this is very, um, subjective to how people feel, right. And their opinion, but where does this all lay when it comes to fucking facts? If you know me and you deal with me and you do business with me, I deal with facts. I don't even like opinions. That's not true. I do like opinions. I don't like voicing my opinion when it comes to topics because I like to come from a factual space all the time. And approvable facts facts uh facts facts based place. I'm sorry. Facts based place. And that's the nature of facts, right? It could be proven. So uh, but I'm like, where's do the facts lie when it comes to how a person identifies and what they identify as it's this guy. I believe don't, um, don't quote me. I might get his name wrong, but I believe his name is Matt Fisher. And he was recently interviewed on Dr. Phil. And I like Dr. Phil cause Dr. Phil is not like Moria. He, he stays neutral and asks the questions. He doesn't insert his feelings a whole lot he asked questions that's why i like him but matt fisher y'all gonna find this so fucking interesting it might change or maybe not your perspective it watch it all the way through trust me it's worth it here goes part one here goes part one there should be no construct of gender just sex you're either male or female right and someone feeling in a mental, emotional way that they don't identify with the sex that they have been biologically created as and assigned at birth based on their genitalia, if they don't feel that way, that there's no construct that describes that, experiences that. Well, that's got nothing to do with the reality. So you can feel however you want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean that I'm actually in those things. So your, your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production. You don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own, your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. Makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. These are, that's, that's, that's grammar. That's language. So you think it's a delusion. Someone is self-delusional. Yeah, I think it's, it's delusion. It could be a mental illness. It could be, a, it's, it's a lot of different things. With, with children, wow. you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. Like, that's why when you hear, when you, when you hear someone, a parent say, oh, my four-year-old, uh, son came came to me and said that uh, I'm a girl now, and so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna raise him as a girl. No, you're, you're a four year old. I have four kids. When a four year old boy comes to you and says, "Oh, I'm a girl," here's a good follow up question: What is a girl? Ask him what he means by that. What do you mean by girl? And when you when you ask him that, here's what he'll tell you. He will tell you what he really means is that he he wants to do some of the things that girls do, like play with mm -hmm. the dollhouse, 
or, or, you know, he likes the color pink. That's fine. Play with the dollhouse. But you're still a boy. And that's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel, actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl, well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology, is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't, because but, it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. What do you think? See? Right? He, he, the facts I'm talking about, um, it's very interesting. It's very, very, very interesting because it, it, it opened my eyes to a certain perspective as well. Check out part two. Your definition is that a woman is someone who is female, you said, right? Correct, is okay. a biological female. So what happens if we have maybe someone who is female, identifies as a woman, right? You know, cisgender woman, right? As you explained, as you just explained, but maybe doesn't have the ability to reproduce. Well, Maybe it doesn't have those organs that you're talking about well, that are reproductive well, organs. I have answered the question. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. you used the well, word. Well, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right. So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. Identify as what? As a woman. What is that? What's to each their own. Okay. Each woman, each man, each person is going to have a different relation with their own gender identity and define it differently. And so I'm trans women are women too. Okay. And you want to reduce you want to reduce women, you want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, no. our chromosomes, right? That's what you're what saying. You is is that that's what what, you, what you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that could be worn. Okay, now watch this. Y'all got that? Everyone is speaking about it on this panel. Everybody uh, is getting to say their perspective. Um, and this is the last excerpt, okay? Y'all ready? Watch it. Go. There's to teach about gender identity, gender presentation, and pronouns. Why, why do you think that's important? Because there, there is a difference. There is biological sex, and a lot of times people are conflating sex and gender. So there's biological sex, and then there's gender. And that's a social construct in the sense that just because you're born biologically a female doesn't mean you automatically want to vacuum, for instance, which is usually a feminine um, activity or con conflated that way. Um, and so it's this idea of giving children uh, in age-appropriate ways an understanding that you can, that these things aren't set in stone. Gender identity is not tied to biology. You say that gender's not set in stone. It's uh, not. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, that's just factually incorrect, uh, saying that. So you have biology is the chromosomal makeup and, and, and reproductive organs and all of that. Um, and so that would be sort of the nature side of things. But the nurture side of things is where we see more of gender identities. She, she began by saying that my view is extreme. Okay, so the view that every single person on earth yeah. has held up until 15 seconds ago is extreme. And the view that almost everyone does right now still, still holds extreme, apparently, according to her. But there, there is this they are conflating gender and sex because on one hand they say, well, you got your biological sex, but then your gender is whatever social construct. But then they turn around and say that trans women are women. So a man yeah. who, ha who, who identifies with the, 
with the, the gender, the social construct of womanhood, actually is a woman. So if you can, uh, you can laugh all you want, but you are, this is a logical problem. You are conflating sex and gender just by saying that. So that's the problem. There's biological sex and then there is gender identity. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much uh, because right. it's really not right. that big of a deal. Oh yeah, can I answer right. that? Um, I, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to answer that question. I, I care about the truth. So, so basic truth matters. I wanna live in a society where people okay, care about fine. the truth and we're grounded in truth. Right. Um, I care about children. And this, these insane ideas about too. gender are being, are being foist on kids. Um, and that, that bothers me quite a bit. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. I care quite a bit, yeah. You are a champion. All right. Mm, right? Like, mm. uh, okay. So I was asked this question. What if? And first of all, put a pin in that. Before I get to that, my thing is, you know, it's not like all men are stronger than all women. That is not true. I, w I can fight. I would not fight a UFC female champion. Wouldn't do it. Uh, the women in Olympic deadlifts, I would, I told my protection, I said, listen, I would catch four quadruple hernias trying to lift those dead weight deadlifts that they practice with. Okay? All men are not inherently more physically superior to all women. That's not true. You ever meet somebody, a dude, and they didn't lift a weight in their life. They just naturally strong. It's like in their bones or something. Just right? They're just naturally just diesel. Just strong for no reason. Motherfucker can't even open the door, break the pop, break the knob off. Shit. Just trying to open the door. My bad. They're just strong. <laughs> right? There are women like that too. That are just naturally strong as hell. So I'm not gonna say men are just inherently um, superior physically to all women. Now, what I will say is per capita, men. Mostly, the average man, because we talk, we got to have a median. The average man is probably stronger than the average woman. I, I'm, I think that's safe for me to say. It doesn't mean that women don't have the ability to get stronger than that average man. But we're not, but this was brought to my attention as well. We're not talking about averages. This person, this transgendered woman, Leah Thomas, us competing on the best stage with the best, competing against the best in that respective category. So we're talking about women who've trained their ass off forever and a trans woman who's trained as well, they, her ass off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said ass off. Never mind. Uh, right? But for some reason, and I say some, even though I, I feel like it's genetics and chromosomes and that level. But for some reason, after everyone's trained, man and a woman, trans woman and biological women, why does the trans woman 
blow everybody out the water when women has when biological women have trained just as hard, maybe harder, maybe. This is what I agree with with Matt Fisher, if that's if I got his name right. You kind of shit on women and what they have to go through as women. Women are strong as shit in a lot of ways that men are not. But men are strong in a lot of ways, perhaps, that women are not. And when we get together, we're supposed to balance each other out, right? Now, you kind of take a shit on women that's worked their ass off to be able to be better than women. It's hard to train to be better than a professional person that's built like a man. It's hard to overcome that. And you kind of take a dump on the women. Like, women work their ass off to be better than their like, their like counterparts. But when you interject what I believe, I, I, I won't even say that. It's just hard. And I think it's a slap. It could be a slap in some women's face. Okay? Um, so this question was posed to me. What if a fighter, train, 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 and during Mike Tyson's prime, this is where I bring back Mike, and Mike broke this trans this trans man's jaw because we're talking we will be talking about a female that trans uh transitioned into a man and trained to be a a, a, a a boxer heavyweight boxer and got in the ring with mike in his prime and and this trans man was in his prime and mike broke all the ribs it was barbecue ribs beef ribs <laughs> and the jaw Damn near killed the person. You know, the headlines. First of all, Mike, and Mike, I need you on my show, by the way. But first of all, Mike wouldn't have took no fight like that. But I'm not saying that. What if he did and broke everything? Everything, everything, everything I'm talking about. The headline, the media would crucify Mike crucify they would not crucify the trans man that wanted the fight got paid millions but lost in dramatic fashion they would crucify mike if we gonna keep it fair let's keep it fair now for my opinion <laughs> my opinion is that I, I, I understand identifying with whatever you choose to identify with, but kind of in the realm of what Matt Fisher said, you can identify with whatever you want. That's who you talk to in the mirror, right? That's who you sing to in the shower. That's all about you and your individual decision-making. I think the issue begins when you expect or try to obligate the rest of the general public that may or may not view you as you view you to cooperate with you and obey 
your desires and wishes when it comes to how you see yourself. I think that's where the problem begins. It's my opinion also that, you know, everybody, this is the, supposed to be the land of the free. Everybody is entitled to their own beliefs and their own perspectives. And that's one of the most beautiful things about living here. There's some ugly things, but that's one of the beautiful things that if you decide something for yourself, you have the right to go after that and put into believe your, your purpose that you've made for yourself. That doesn't mean that you're different and get different. You don't get different rights because you feel different about yourself. I think that everybody is entitled to basic human rights, regardless of your gender, ethnicity, ethnicity, uh, religious or spiritual beliefs, etc. Because none of those things matter. What matter is if you are human, you 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 adopt these rights naturally because you're a human. And for no other reason. But when you. There, there is a such thing as an unfair advantage. There is. Now, can people try to find ways to possibly try to overcome someone with an over, uh, unfair advantage? Perhaps, but in certain situations, it's too steep of a, of a climb. It's too steep of a hill to climb to overcome those. And some unfair advantages are just blown out of the water unfair. Okay. Um, there was the guy that had no legs and he had the, 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 the metal legs and he was racing and he beat everybody. Is that an unfair? They said that was an unfair advantage. I mean, to me, thinking about that, Oscar Pistorius, he ended up, you know, that's a terrible tragedy. He ended up, I think, killing his wife or something. But Oscar, Oscar Pistorius, look, look, look him up. Had metal, lost his legs, had metal legs and beat everybody with metal legs. Now, you know, from a medical, I'm no, I'm no fucking doctor. Okay. Um, but you got blood vessels and shit in your leg that all need oxygen. So if your legs get tired, everyone's legs get tired. So it's fair. So it's who's in the best condition. But if you got legs that don't get tired, you damn near robocopping them niggas. That's my perspective. Um, this whole transgender, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's really interesting. Because what, what, it, what it did was it kind of opened up, I don't want to say Pandora's box, but it's like everybody who views themselves different or come up with something, and I'm not, and I'm not saying trans, this is trans women or trans men, I'm saying People that come up with things. I, you know, I like to have sex with plants. My plants should be able to vote too. Plants, plants life matters. Like it's, it got to get to a point where someone has to say, you know, this shit got to start making sense. It got to start making fucking sense. Because if not, anybody for any reason, however they feel or don't, can just make a case 
that makes it to legislation. And I'm not saying the LGBTQ. I'm saying that it it, it could put that that potentially could open the door for shit that makes a whole lot less sense than the LGBTQ community. And I got transgender friends, gay, homosexual, lesbian. They're not quite sure. And it doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is, do you lie? Do you steal? Are you honorable? None of those have nothing to do with your sexual orientation or how you view yourself in that regard. That's all I really care about. You know what I mean? If you don't smoke hookah, I might look down on you a little bit too. <laughs> Relax. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So, um, that's my opinion. Special announcement. Special, 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 special announcement. Y'all have just came with me on my journey to episode number 30. What you don't know is that this episode is the last episode for season one. We will be starting up season two on 420. Okay? 420. April 20th will mark the first episode of Savon's legendary fucking podcast, Season Dos. I'm going to take, we're going to take um, a few weeks off. We're revamping. It's going to be amazing. Thank y'all for coming this far on the journey. Please continue. And I invite everybody, go through my podcast. Go through one up to 30. Comment. I can't express how your voice matters. You want to be heard? You have an opinion? You have a thought about what I'm saying, what I'm talking about? Comment on it. It's all good, man. That's what it's here for. That's why, once again, please don't jump out the window. Because I don't, I don't really interject my opinion a whole lot. I ask questions. The people I interview, the topics, I just post a question to you guys. And I want to hear your answers. So go into the podcast Comment, like, share, subscribe. Okay? I'll see you season two. And as always, from the bottom of my heart, I mean this. Peace, young world.